Hey everybody, it is Sunday, January 22nd, 2023. My name is Evan Schaefer. You're listening to Cypher, a technology podcast. This week, as always, I am joined by Mr. Jeff Farina. Jeff, how you doing today? Good, as my phone makes a noise. Uh, <laughs> right on cue, sorry about that. Uh, I'm well, how are you? Hey, not too bad. Like I was saying before, hanging in, feeling a little under the weather. But we're going we're gonna to fight through, so anybody listening, please forgive me for my, my nasally congested uh, vocals here. Uh, but this week, it's a special episode where, uh, as tradition will dictate here, this is the second time, I don't know if it's quite a tradition yet, but we, we do have a special guest with us, Mr. Mr. Donnie B. Donnie, how are you? I'm doing good, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say special, but I'll just be a guest today. <laughs> special to us. <laughs> there you go. It's been a while. I haven't been on a podcast in a good hot minute. Yeah, and you've, you've got some podcasting experience, I think. Many of the people in the Tech House Discord, at one time or another, I feel like we're on maybe one iteration of a podcast, uh, and and everybody's kind of crossed paths at one point or another. This is the first time I've ever talked to you, but were you were you another that was on the simulcast at one point? I was. I we, I go way back. Jeff knows. I'm um, most on the Discord. Do it's. I've been on so many different shows. I've I've lost track. It, it's been Gadget Gurus, Attention to Tech, Simulcast. It's, I, I lose track of all of them, but yeah, I think, I, think I, I was trying to think about the other day when we started, I, it was probably, Jeff might know better than me. It was probably somewhere around like the 07, 08 time. Yeah. That's exactly when it was. Yep. Yeah. Been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, man, because around the time that you guys all met Jeff, that's, you know, going back to when you and I had first started talking to, it was kind of the, you know, around the, the birth of social media and everybody keeping in touch and. And all that sort of stuff. So that's that's funny. Good times. Yeah, but Donnie, we brought you on because uh, you know we we typically on this show we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about tech wise. I think especially for me, maybe not so much for Jeff. But the last week or so, I don't really have a whole lot going on. Not many new purchases. I know in your world, though, maybe in the last uh, two weeks to a month, you made the ultimate tech purchase, and and we wanted to bring you on to kind of talk a little bit about it. Yeah, that's good. It was it was definitely a definitely a big purchase for me for sure. But it's it's so kind of yeah. G- g- give us the rundown. Give us the you know where where it started and and how it got to where it is now. So it originally started, um, I guess, earlier last week last year. I I don't I'm I've been interested in electric stuff for a while. I mean, I've got scooters and one wheels, um, electric skateboards. Um, I knew eventually I was going to go into a, an EV car. I started out with the Toyota last. I think I bought it last March, uh, 2016 Prius, and I sold my. I had a, a O2 Acura RSX. That was kind of my play car, and then I got rid of that and got a Prius to kind of dabble into the EV world. Um, liked it a lot, but and then after after driving it for a couple months, I knew that I was headed towards like full on EV. I wanted and not necessarily the gas is what started it. I guess pushed me on the over the ledge um, when we had the pricing you know, of gas. gas. Yeah, yeah, it was like five dollars a gallon down here, and it was. It was a bad time to buy a Prius, honestly. <laughs> mm. I probably I probably overpaid, but I shopped for a while. And really, I really did enjoy the Prius and still do. My wife is driving it now, and my daughter's learned how to drive on it. Um, but, yeah, nice. I, I knew I knew that once I got a taste of the half and half on EV that I wanted to go all the way. So I started shopping Tesla. My plan was not to get one until probably summer of this year. Um, but I'm impatient like most of us are on the Discord. 
<laughs> but yeah, I bought a Tesla Tesla Model Three Performance. It's a 2019 model. Uh, it was a lease turn in. Had 34,000 miles right at the right at the limit. And very nice car. It's it's way way too nice for me, really. <laughs> <laughs> nicest car you've ever had right yeah no doubt well i had the i had a 2018 civic type r um which was also oh, that's about, right yeah, i forgot about that i had an si and then i traded it i had a 17 civic si I traded it for a type r got in way over my head um couldn't pay the note very well and it was stressing me out so i just ditched it and got all my debt cleared up and then started started over again nice so it's quite the come up. Yes, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah, is. It was. The Type R was it is like my dream car, but in the same hand, it it was too precious sitting in my garage with you know twenty miles. Like anytime my kids were trying to get a bike out of the garage, I was freaking out. I didn't want to drive it in the rain. It it stressed me out. Honestly, I feel yeah. like a, I feel like a used car is better for me because they've got some, they've already got some of the blemishes on them here and there. So it's like okay, somebody else did it for me. <laughs> yep. No, I I know that that mindset very well. Yeah, absolutely. The way you put that, it also it it almost reminds me of the state of my Pixel when I tried to sell that to you. That was a. Already had a couple blemishes on it. I couldn't believe you know? that. <laughs> I was like, "This is Evan's phone." You, you, what happened? It had to be you got to the point to where it got one mark on it, and you were just like, "Forget this, I'm done." <laughs> Yep, that thing by by the end of its life when I finally unloaded it, just if you can even possibly picture that it would look worse than it did when I sent you those, it uh, it reached that point. <laughs> now you, you said got, you got didn't the, you get that phone the, swapped out or something? Uh, no, I don't one know, of well, one. I don't know which one are we talking about now. So I it was the I think the it was Pixel, the six pro, the six pro. I think I swapped out a six for my wife. The six pro. I think was the original that I actually did buy from you. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I yep. remember now. Yeah, yeah, so that that's why. I mean, I had that thing for a long time. It was showing its it was showing its age, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a year old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the on the Tesla, going back to the Tesla, you said you got the the performance model. Is that what they refer to? It I as? did. Yeah, it's performance. Nice. It's got the bigger brakes. Um, it has the twenty inch wheels. Um. Zero to sixty, the motors are quicker. It's zero sixty three point two. Um, That's fast. It's fast, fast, and it is anybody that I've gotten in it and I I put it to the floor. They they have a look on their face afterwards, like oh my god, what just happened? Like they don't. <laughs> it catches them. It totally catches them by surprise. And I guess mainly because it feels so different than the traditional car when you floor it. It's like. I I got I actually was able to let my dad ride in it uh, last Thursday. We we went to lunch, and I pulled out. As soon as I pulled out from work and I hammered it, I could I could see his head, his whole head slammed the back of the seat, and then I let off, and he was like, "Oh my god!" You could tell that look on his face, like I've never felt anything like that. Fast is fast in a gas car is one thing. Fast in an electric car is completely different feeling. It's it's you don't hear it coming either the way you do you don't you know, in a in a in a GT five hundred or something like that you know no it makes no it doesn't burn out at all it it almost it's really odd when you're when you're driving one you know it's a one foot drive um, you let go and it, it's it you can turn that off but that's how most people drive because the regenerative braking 
but I guess it feels like it's it's wound up. That's that's the best way to feel it in the pedal. It feels like it's spring loaded, and then when you hammer down on it, it's like it let a spring go. I've I've related it as like a slingshot, almost like a slingshot's nice. just pulled back, just waiting to get let go. And when you hit it, that's what it feels like. And and I, I've heard at least four or five people say it related to a roller coaster, because mm. I guess that roller coaster feeling when you're sitting on a roller coaster that just takes off really fast. Um, that's it's that's exactly similar to what it feels like, and it's so quiet. It's a disconnect because everyone's so used to hearing that loud motor. You're used to this little bit of a delay in the pedal, shifting, feeling all this different stuff, and it just it just takes off like a jet. It's really awesome, and and it's really nice when somebody's eating your bumper up, and you just barely have to tap the gas, and you can just let them <laughs> leave them in your rearview mirror. <laughs> that was the worst thing about the Prius is is. The Prius is known as a slow, slow car, and it's not necessarily a slow car, but, you know, I guess so many people drive in the left-hand lane in a Prius for whatever reason. I don't know why. If someone's behind you in a Prius, they are pissed off. They're mm. mad at the world, and it is true. I never believed it until I got one, and it was it was really shocking at how people get really just do not want to ride behind a Prius, even if you're going seventy five and a sixty five. They're still mad. They just want they want out from behind you. <laughs> it's weird. It's funny. So big, big. I mean, to me, big upgrade going from the the Prius to the Tesla. What kind of so the Prius was a hybrid. What kind of range would you see? in the Prius as compared to the, the Tesla Prius got roughly, uh, 550 to 600 miles on a tank. Uh, and I would put like eight or nine gallons of gas in it when I would fill up. So that's wild. That's pretty yeah. freaking impressive. I could get, um, it, if you drive it, you know, obviously your foot matters, the less the engine runs, uh, the better off. But it shows you live stats if you drive it. Um, depends on the weather. Um, in the summertime, the AC runs is not as good. But I would average anywhere from like fifty-eight to eighty. I know that's a wow. wide that's wow. a wide spectrum. But yeah, if if you're in weather that's like sixty degrees to eighty degrees and don't have to run the air much, um, I've seen anywhere from eighty to eighty-five easily. Wow, it's insane. It's so weird to me that. You know, hybrids have been around for a while, but it's so weird to me that, you know, everyone's concerned now of like, well, we can't go all EV because the the grid can't handle it and the infrastructure can't handle it. But why aren't they pushing hybrids as more of a stopgap then in that case? Like what you just mentioned right there, Donnie, that's, you know, you're getting two or three times per gallon, you know, miles per gallon than than I am Mm -hmm. on my current car. Why are why are we not pushing hybrids as as a more viable stopgap or middle of the road option, you know? And I think I think Toyota has they've still they've said all along that they're not just EVs. They believe there's a place for hybrid EVs and even mm. hydrogen cars. He's he's really adamant about that. But then again, um, it, I watch the car news quite often. Honda, it, they're saying the most people that are switching to Tesla are Honda and Toyota owners, and they're getting they're getting spanked right now by Teslas, which is crazy to me. Um, but they, that's that's a definitely interesting information to me because. I'm one of those people, you know, I'm a, know Honda, I'm a Honda Toyota person, um, except for trucks. And, you know, I'm, that's the next car I was looking over at. So definitely a different, different time, um, for sure. But that's interesting. Yeah. And he says, he says that he thinks hybrids will be around for a long time and not all Toyota hybrids are like that. You know, you've got Camrys and, um, 
there's di- all, right. the, all the different RAV4s. They don't all get as RAV4 good. RAV4 Primes, at, yeah. yeah. At, the Prime is different. I, if I got another Prius, I would have to go Prime. That would be the way to go. You would rarely use the gas. But it is nice. I, I would say for a lot of people that a, a full EV or a Tesla right now is, if you travel, it's not the option. I, I still don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, I think it's a frustration, personally. Well, but that's my... Do you... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you, you know, Evan, I think you probably have the same question I was going to ask. So, so you, you first. Well, my thing was going to be, uh, my, my hesitation with going full blown EV is just that anxiety of mm-hmm. not having a charger. Right. So I love the idea of having a hybrid where, you know, it's EV, but then in the event that you're you know, running super low on charge and I'm not familiar with how these work, I, I haven't ever even been inside of an electric vehicle um but having the gas available as a fallback almost like a you know security blanket if you will uh that would make me feel a little bit more comfortable you know i i I guess like the charging network has grown pretty significantly over the years i would imagine it has um but still just i feel like that will always be in the back of my mind is like oh man what if i what if it's a real thing it's a real thing. And I mean, I haven't driven the car out of, out of town, but just so many factors. And, and you really, a lot of people, they spout off stuff that are like, okay, well, EV in the cold, it doesn't get as good a mileage. And that's true. It's you, if you're in the thirties, it definitely suffers, but so do gas cars. So it's mm. a battery car is no different than gas car. Just the difference is, is you can stop at a gas station and fill up in five minutes Versus having to go to a supercharger and have to wait, uh, you know, 30 to 45 minutes to get range. But yeah, I've seen we here in the Memphis area, I live outside of Memphis, but our temperatures range. I mean, we will be 70 tomorrow and then the next day will be 30. That's how our weather is. But you, I will see a drastic, drastic drop in range in the cold. Um, because the car has to heat yeah. up. It actually has to heat the battery up so it can perform at the level it's supposed to. Then you, then it has to heat the cabin up, so it takes, and then you're using seat heaters and stuff like that, which I've never even gotten close to running the battery out because all I do is drive it to work, which is 25 miles. I'm usually in the car like 40, 45 minutes, and then I come back home and plug it up. So I'm not, I'm not even seeing the edge of the range. When I get home, it usually will show around, and and you don't charge to 100%. There's a lot of information here, but um, a lot of times it's better to not charge the cars to 100% on a daily basis. It's it's harder on the batteries. Um, but yeah, when I get home, it'll, I'll usually have like 180 miles left. I don't watch the percentage too much. I found out that I don't, I don't like to see percentage. I don't like to see it on my phone. I don't like to see it on my watch. Um, and I found out when I got in the, the Tesla at first, I started seeing the percentage drop and it makes me a nervous wreck. Um, when you give me a mileage, I'm way better. I don't know whatever mm. mentally I struggle with seeing, <laughs> seeing battery percentage, but yeah, if I was going to go on a trip, uh, I would really, I would, it would, it would worry me. And you even have to precondition the battery in the cold. So if you're going to a supercharger, you actually have to tell the car to navigate to the supercharger so it can heat the battery up so it can actually charge at a rate that's fast. So you have to use power to even charge at that, at the supercharging rate. I learned that very quick off, which I've only been to a supercharger once. There's no need for me to be at a supercharger. But overall, I mean, if you charge at home, 
man, I don't even know what the price of gas is right now. I don't even look. Like, and it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, you leave the car, and it's best to leave them plugged in all the time. They're all the time doing things when they're plugged in, and, and I get home, I plug it in, and I actually have it scheduled to charge at around 2 a.m. in the morning because electric's cheap then. So you just you just schedule it, and then when I wake up in the morning, I get in, and it's a nice 71 degrees, and I leave. <laughs> that's awesome. See, that's that for like something up here. So we're in a similar, I, I guess, somewhat similar environment, Donnie. I mean, right, right now it's you know 30 degrees outside, and it'll drop to you know the the 20s or low teens overnight. It'd be real nice to be able to start my car while it's in my garage and not kill my entire family with carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> that it is very awesome because <laughs> you know? like we'll go to the grocery store yeah. or something if it's cold. I don't even turn the the heater off. I just leave the car at yeah. seventy two degrees and I go in the grocery store and come back out and the car's exactly like I left it. When I, that I was, that's the see, that's, that's things that I didn't know about a Tesla that blew mm. my mind. It's like the Same. tech, the tech is way way up there compared to some other cars. I think that yeah, was one it's... of the first things that you said, Donnie, in the Discord. You said something about climate control. You know, I'll go in the store, and when I come back, it's still 70. It's like, what? Like, yeah. that was <laughs> that was one thing I had no idea about. It was so cool. So many little knick-knack things they do. Like, at a red light, they or it'll, it'll ding at you when it turns green. Just a little ding if you're looking down. Mm. So hey, you need to drive. You need to need to take off. I don't have the full self drive. Um, I am gonna try it at some point. It's like I think fifteen grand or or twelve grand. I can't remember the number. They've changed it. Um, a lot of people on the Tesla page say it's not worth it. Um, yeah, they say yeah, it's really not there yet. It's still very cool, but not completely worth it. But you can pay one ninety nine a month, and I am going to pay two hundred bucks a month one time and just try it out. But I mean, for the most part, autopilot it does the majority of stuff. I guess the main thing uh, that I would want autopilot to do that it doesn't do is change lanes. So if you're in autopilot, it's pretty much doing its own thing. And if you want to change lanes, you have to, it's basically like, think of it like a, a, a cruise control on steroids. You know, you basically have to take the, either turn the steering wheel and take it out of autopilot or flip it up and, and take it out of autopilot, change lanes, and then put it back in autopilot, which is not a big deal. But if you're dealing with a lot of traffic, it can be frustrating. If you get behind somebody going like 10 under, which for some reason I get stuck under behind all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have to take it out of autopilot. But that it is, it is. if you guys ever experience it, it's one of those things that for at least a week, I was just sitting in there going home, just like smiling from ear to ear. Like, this is crazy that this car is driving me. It's just, it's, it's really nuts. It really is. is so uh, you get used to it. You get used to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm past that point now and I'm, I'm used to it, but it is very, it's very, and it, and it takes a lot of trust also to let it stop for you the first time. You know, it's like, Ugh. <laughs> is it going to stop? And it does stop, well, believe it or not. It's like re retraining your brain, right? And how, how many years have you been driving and all of a sudden you're going to do it, you know, completely differently, right? Rely on the vehicle, trust the vehicle. Um, completely and different. Approach. And it stop, yeah, it stops a little bit more abrupt than I like personally. So if you're if you're headed in traffic and you're you know you're on the freeway and you see traffic coming, most of the time I will just take it out of autopilot myself to stop with a more gradual stop because I'm not the guy that gets up to the traffic and hits on the brakes. Once the traffic uh, stops and, it, and it's bumper to bumper, I put it back in autopilot because bumper to bumper it does fine. And you, you can't believe how much 
stress it takes off going bumper to bumper with not having to stop and go yourself. Mm-hmm. It's it's so nice. And there's a lot of cars that do this now. You know, there's a lot of cars that have adaptive crews. It's just nice. It's it's definitely the future. You know, I can look down at what you guys are saying on Discord and not feel like I'm super stressed. I still keep my eyes on the road. It's not like I'm just not looking, but it's mm. just it's less stressful for sure. Very that's cool crazy. Tech. Very cool tech. tech. Yeah. 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 Very cool tech. So, is there a difference between autopilot and just like the adaptive cr- cruise? I guess because you said you were gonna you're going to pay for it, right? But you haven't yet. Yeah, that's no, full self, full self drive. All Tesla comes with autopilot. Every every okay. one of them, every one of them have autopilot, and that what that entails is st- uh, when you put it in cruise, it will stop and accelerate for you. So you pick a speed. So let's say the speed's sixty five, and then on the steering wheel beside it, you have a roller. You can actually roll it up to go faster, roll it down to go slower. Um, so it it will just keep, and then you can actually pick the distance that you want it to keep between you and the other car. Um, with the oh, other cool. scroll, it'll pull it up on the dash and, and ask you, you know, how close you want to be. And then you, you can put that on by itself and still steer manually. And then you can you can click the little, uh, I forget what it is, kind of like the blinker on the right side, but you click it down twice and then it takes over the steering wheel. So when it takes over the steering wheel, it actually will keep you in the lanes. With, with exception of you have to keep your hand on the steering wheel every... 30 to 45 seconds mm-hmm. so it's steering for you but if you let go and you you keep it off for 30 45 seconds it will pop up on the screen and tell you to put your hand on the steering wheel um it'll start flashing blue at you and i think after you do it a certain amount of times it will actually disengage from autopilot i've heard like five to six times if you do it it will tell it will tell you it's not available until the next time you drive because you're not you're not keeping your hand on the steering wheel. So basically, I'll just I'll just keep like one hand on the steering wheel, and I think it's feeling it's feeling pressure from the steering wheel. Um, mm-hmm. y- y- so you can keep your hand on it, and you don't physically have to like <laughs> drive. It's doing it for you, but you just kind of keep your hand on it, let go. You can pick up your phone, grab it again. You know, do whatever you need to do. Now I think the full self drive. I'm not sure, but from what I understand, it's a little different. Um, it's like taking you on a route. Um, there again, I'm, I'm not experienced with full self drive, um, but I do want to try it. I want to see, I know you put it in the GPS and the car is supposed to drive there, but I also know there's, and Jay Doss might know this. Um, I don't know if he's tried full self drive, but I I know there's a lot of times where even an autopilot, there's the thing called phantom braking, like the car will randomly just stop start slowing down and, mm. and nothing's there. That is a real thing. It's happened to me before. Or somebody will put their blinker on and they'll start like getting ready to cut over in front of you and the car will want to slow down. So I'll just keep my foot on the gas. If something, it's not technically gas, but accelerator, um, <laughs> when, yeah, when they, if, if that was to ever happen, which it's a rare scenario, but if it does, you can just, you can just hit the accelerator and just kind of override it. You can still, make the car go even though it is an autopilot but i do want to try yeah. full self-drive so i was gonna say that so any kind of manual control will override any kind of autopilot right yeah so you could yeah it, it same way you would do in cruise control i don't know i can't remember a regular cruise it's been a second um if you hit the gas in autopilot with it the speed set to 65 and you're going 65 it will still speed up 
Mm-hmm. Um, and when you let off, it'll drop back to 65. It doesn't actually disengage the autopilot. You just speed up and keep going and then let off and it will, it will go back. So if you right. wanted to pass somebody without the steering on, I could, and, and it's just controlling the gas and the brake, you know, I could just hit the, hit the accelerator, get over and then let it back go. And it'll, it'll drop back to the speed that it needs to be. But yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things, it's almost not, I almost wish I could have known a lot about the car, which I watch as many videos as I can, but you, until you experience it, it's really hard to fully understand of everything they do. It's, it's weird. It's like, it's like phones. I mean, we know that, you know, until you actually get mm-hmm. a phone in your hand or you use a product, a lot of times people just don't understand. How does the, how is the galaxy fold? You know, you don't <laughs> look, you got to go try it. <laughs> I can't tell <Right>. you. <laughs> I can, I can try to tell you, but it's another world when you get in it. But Tesla's amazing cars. Yeah. Um, I will say that just the little time I've had it, you'll see a lot of things about build quality on Tesla. And I do mm-hmm. truly, I don't think that it's a, is it's as good a built car as a Toyota. Um, just from the little bit I've owned it, is it bad? No, it's not bad, but it's I just don't feel like it's on par for Toyota. My Prius, um, it seems like a little bit of a quieter car. Uh, the Tesla seems to be loud. You hear little noises here and there. Again, there's no engine, so it's so silent that you hear every little noise. Like you'll hear your seats kind of rubbing together sometimes when you go out of a crooked drive, you know, just like noises, I guess, that you don't pay attention to in an ice car, you hear an electric car because it's so quiet. But yeah, I, I feel like they're okay. I never thought of that. Yeah, it's, it's all kinds of noises. You hear rocks slinging up on, up, up on the underside that you typically don't hear. All kinds of little things. Oh. Um, I don't have the horror stories. You'll see some horror stories like, oh my gosh, look at this. And I think, I think for some, I think some of the reason that people are so picky about a Tesla is because some of them are 60 grand. I mean, they're, yeah. they pay, and yeah, and more. So if they go buy a Model 3 Performance that has full self-drive, I mean, these people are paying 60K and more for a car, and, and they men- mentally think that it's a Mercedes. And it's right. really not. It's not the quality of a Mercedes. It's a completely different animal. It's more tech-derived than it is build quality derived so you have to you have to get your brain out of the fact that but i understand the complaint when you pay that much money you feel like it should be as nice Mm. and it's a nice car don't get me wrong it's just not on that level of bmw or mercedes high high end quality on a brand new vehicle not yeah and that's that's probably something where tesla has to strike that balance right because think about you're buying a car that's kitted out with cutting edge technology. It's, you know, leader of the pack when it comes to EVs. But what if it's got that meticulous kind of build quality of a Mercedes or a BMW or something like that? All of a sudden, the the price point skyrockets, right? Um, when you're already paying a pretty penny for this car, what would it cost if if, you know... It was of that that same caliber, if if that makes sense. Um, it's definitely, did, probably a he did a, just lower the prices though. <laughs> did he? Okay, significantly too. Yeah. yeah, he did just drop them, and I think that's because, for one thing, they're not getting the a lot of them's not getting the seventy five hundred dollar credit, the EV tax credit, and then on top of that, they said they're finally selling enough cars now that 
you know, they, their profits don't have to be so expensive. You know, when you're selling a small amount of numbers, the, the, they have to sell them for way more, way more you money. Higher margin. Yeah, at a higher margin. Mm, yeah. So they're finally selling so many of them that I guess they can back off some. And I mean, if you look at a Tesla plant, it, it's, there's, it's, it seems like there's very little people there that are working on cars. It looks like it's all machines. It's crazy. Mm. So yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Definitely. So what, what is a model three going for now? Roughly? I mean, obviously it depends on the trim and the, if you get the performance package, that kind of stuff. But I remember, yeah, back I'm, on the, I'm actually on the website right now oh, cool. looking at it you yeah, might as we speak. Me, so they've, they've changed a couple of things. Um, I do like Donnie how the potential savings tab is not the is not the default right. any longer. <laughs> that I did not that was like always kind of kind of shady. It's some BS yeah. is what that is. <laughs> so what they used to do, Evan, was they 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 had they had a potential savings tab that was by default what it showed you the price was, and what they factor into that is what a typical person spends on gas for a year. Yeah. Uh, so if the car was so forty grand, so the price is two thousand lower. Oh no, you know, no, it would be six thousand lower. It'd be six k. So is if, that what if it the is? car was forty grand, they would they would say, okay, the car is thirty four, and that was that was because the potential savings over a year for gas. No, that's look. <laughs> Let's get off of that. Let's, let's talk <laughs> about what the car actually is. But I think if mm, correct me right. is is the Model Three standard range, which is only not dual motor. That's a, that's a single motor car, um, less mileage. I think it's what is it, thirty seven, thirty eight. Is that is that right? So what I'm looking at right now is Model Three, um, rear wheel drive, standard range, forty three thousand nine hundred ninety. Okay, so, now that's before the federal tax credit, though. Um, the, the potential, actually, I don't even think you get one on these anymore because the potential savings tab shows it as being 39,790. Yeah. Mm. So it's like a $4,000 difference there for the standard. When you go to the performance, uh, it's 53,990 or with the potential savings, 49,790. Yeah. But again, like Donnie said, you still get the $7,500 tax credit, um, on certain models currently until the end of March. Yeah, and I think I think there's some of them that aren't getting the credit, like Model Y and X Correct. or something like that, because they're not they don't count they don't list them as an SUV, and Elon's gotten mad at them because, and I think that's some of why he lowered the price also. But yeah, some of those cars they they dropped them I think like ten to fifteen grand on the higher end, yeah, it, like a lot wow. of money. So, significant value yeah, yeah it's and and i feel like that's it's probably more feasible of what the cars are worth in reality because i've even looked at the new prius the redesigned prius and they're already talking about they haven't we haven't gotten official u.s numbers yet the very good looking car but they're already talking about the prius prime is going to be probably 40 grand plus and it's like mm. i mean at that you're still looking at a car that has gas i don't know and it only gets 50 miles on a charge uh, that's that's a tough everything. Everything's yeah, by itself. It's it's more expensive. Everything is. But mm -hmm. I'm looking at like uh you, you can buy a leased model model three or whatever model you're looking at, and I mean mine was thirty eight for a car with thirty five thousand miles. So that's I I wasn't really planning on getting the performance. I wanted the performance, but I just kept watching them over and over and over. And every one of them comes in at a different number. They're not all the same. Um but yeah, yeah. if you want to save some money, don't get one with the full self-drive because if you run in the full self-drive stays with the car so if somebody sells it you know you and it has full self-drive you'll see a price difference you'll see two cars that look exactly the same 
and one's got full self-drive and one doesn't, so obviously it's going to be so much more expensive. And the heated seats stay. That's a big, everybody complains about that because all the cars have heated seats. They come with heated seats, but you have to pay to turn them on. So <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh so I don't like that. a BMW move right, right there. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. So this is a new thing now. This is, and everybody's blaming Tesla for starting this. But the heated seats do stay with the car if you sell it. They don't turn it off. But like some of the Mercedes <laughs> now, their features are $1,300 a year. And you have to pay it every yeah, year dude. to keep the features on. So it's we're starting subscription-based features on cars. And it's kind of crazy. <laughs> but it's just cheaper dude, for Tesla to, turn on, to, to build every seat with a seat heater in it. And then mm-hmm. just charge you to turn it on. So the hard, the, what they're saying is the hardware is not that expensive, but we're still going to get you. And I hear a lot of people complain about that, <laughs> just like you guys. Yeah, and from a manufacturing standpoint, though, you're completely correct. It does make sense for them to have a uniform way that they manufacture these cars. Um, I guess it's kind of a generational gap, right? So to have it be handicapped by software is fine if you're, you know, let's say 40 and under, for example. But But the older crowd, they can't. Well, it's there. It, it, it's like the old moniker of, you know, well, if you buy a car with, with crank windows, but one of the options was to have power windows, if you take off the door panel, all the wiring's there. They just didn't install the buttons. It's mm. it's that kind of analogy, I guess. But if you're, you know, a 20-something or even a teenager, this is the world that they're just going to know. And it's not going to bother them once they're our age. But for us, it doesn't really sit too well. It doesn't. It really doesn't bother me. I don't know why. And it's. I'm not. Okay. I'm not defending Tesla at all because I, I don't. I mean, there's things about them I don't like. Um, but for some reason, this one doesn't bother me. I, I guess because I work in a business that installs he- seat heaters. <laughs> I mean, we do it on sure. on a weekly basis, and it's such a pain in the butt to have to do that to pull a car out to take the seat covers off, install stall seat heaters in them, find a place to mount switches. Um, I mean, people want these all the time and sometimes we do anywhere from, you know, five to seven of them a week. And I'm looking at it thinking, if this was my car, I don't want that. I I want the car to be built with the seat heaters already. So if they're already there and I can just pay for them and not have to tear my car apart to install these seat heaters, I prefer that. Right. And I guess that's the biggest thing is as long as the minimized production values are actually passed on in the price, in the purchase price, then it's totally fine you know? Yeah. Um, but it just, some people it sits I get it. strangely in the sense of like, okay, so the thing I'm sitting on, the hardware can put out heat, but the software is artificially handicapping it. I got another one for you too. You know, and I just found out this small thing, but the glove box has a light in it and the light is there on every model, but it doesn't turn on for the standard range. It only turns on for the long range and the performance. I was like, come on. You know what this reminds me of? Come Intel. On. This is some kind of Intel did joke. This. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember, Evan. Intel tried this for like a year where they would sell, instead of having unlocked CPUs, every CPU was the same SKU. Mm. And if you wanted to unlock it, you had to pay like an additional you know, $50 subscription basically to Intel. No, it I, didn't last because no. it... it got them in a lot of hot water (laughs) no i never heard of that so like my thing right so i'm a gamer i am completely against downloadable content i don't want to pay extra right this is like dlc for my car (laughs) yeah exactly how do i jailbreak my tesla that's what i need to know right (laughs) they do there's actually ways to do it they'll actually they'll there's things that you can put on the car and it will 
give it the faster, you know, because you can pay for like an acceleration boost on the long range, mm. and it will mm. give you so many less seconds, zero to 60. And they make a kit for it that you buy and put it in. But in the same hand, they can't tell you that on the next update, it's not broken and that it won't work. Right. And then when you take your car yeah. in for service, if you take it in for service and you've got this on your car, they can easily say, we're not going to fix your car. So yeah. it's that, like modifying a Subaru, right? Yeah. It is. There are, <laughs> exactly. there are downsides to, you know, having, having control. And I think it, it it's really is a little bit like the Apple mentality somewhat. Um, the crap works awesome and it, it, it's great, but in the same hand, it is locked down a little bit, but that doesn't mean people don't modify them. They modify them and do all kinds of stuff. But I have heard mm-hmm. people that drop that lower their car and they go in for Tesla and they get they they will fix it but they get a lot of flack. And that's not only Tesla either. You know, Honda would do the same thing. If you go in there with suspension issues and then you've lowered your car 2 inches, um sometimes mm-hmm. they'll deny you for a warranty claim. So oh, that's anybody. Yep, yeah. That's anybody. Yeah. But yeah, I'm interested to see the Cybertruck coming out. I'm I'm really I, I don't know what I feel about it yet, but I'm I want to see one. For sure. It's interesting looking. Is Clay the last one standing? Clay is. <laughs> yeah. I think Clay's I think Clay's gonna get one. I'm gonna have to go to Tyler just to see his Cybertruck if we don't get one come in the in the shop at some point. I'm sure we will get one that comes in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Tesla you ever, see how many. Oh yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Don. I was gonna say the the you guys were asking on the Discord about the Tesla hate. Justin was mentioning it. Um, that is that is also a real thing too. I've seen so much on the Model Three page on Facebook where they, you know they have Sentry cameras, so the cars pretty much record all the time um, if you have it turned on. And I've seen so much um, where pe- people walk up to the cars and just key them for no reason. Um, I've seen notes left on the car cussing people out about Elon and this people drive and find them. They, they literally see the guy, see them get in their car and leave and go chase them down. And then they deny it. But it's, it's real. The hate is real. <laughs> people yelling at you. The, the, if you go to the park, Elon sucks. I've heard that one. And it's like, <laughs> it's just my car. Like <laughs> it's, but it is real that there, there is, some, there is some jealousy. I do believe um, with certain people. Uh, I think that, it's known that they're more expensive cars. People get jealous of that. I think that a lot of people dislike Elon at this moment. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot. I catch a lot of flack for anything Elon does. I hear about it. Like I'm like, I'm an Elon fanboy, And like, just because I drive a Tesla, <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, I'm, 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 I'm the bad guy because nobody likes Elon. And it seems like one second, everybody loves him. The next second they hate him and then they love him again. So it's like, <laughs> it's a roller coaster. <laughs> Of, of politics lately with the guy it's a very weird association though to you know hold you you know personally responsible for the actions of you know a tony stark figure just for buying their product it's kind of crazy yeah and there's people that, that sell them they they rant about him on on the forums and and on facebook there's people that bought them before you know he got into all the twitter mess and all the stuff he's in now and I mean, there's stickers all in the back of their car i hate elon and they're driving a tesla and it's like you folks <laughs> Y'all need to just chill out. They, they'll set, they, and I do believe there was a lot of cars traded in after, after he got in, yeah. so, in the media so much because so many people just dislike him now as a person and they don't want to drive his stuff. And I, I guess I mean I like Elon, that, that, but that's neither here nor there. We've gotten caught up in the past, and I have. Let me let me talk about myself. I get caught up in politics and devices, and it really is 
one of those things that you, you do want to stop using some tech sometimes when companies do political things that you don't agree with. And it's like, I'm out, you know, but I, I feel like going forward, I've kind of got to separate myself. It's like, it's a product. It is what it is. Um, I'm not going to let that like take my judgment on what I use. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect way to approach it, Donnie, to be 100%. completely honest with you. I mean, that, that, that would apply to anything that's in any of our desks right now, or Donnie, in your case, in your, in your cabin of your Tesla, you know, any of these companies have done shady things or things that you may, may or may not agree with. Uh, you're going to find it with any company you look from Ford to Walmart. So you just kind of have to exactly like you just said, it's a product and that's it. I'm just going to have that disassociation and kind of go from there. If you like Chick-fil-A and you're not a Christian or you hate Christians, you're either going to just eat it. Or you're gonna say I'm never going there again. It's one of the, it's one, <laughs> right. It's one of the other. I like Chick Fil A regardless. Simple <laughs> yeah. as that. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're yeah, selling perfect, chicken. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I want to ask I you guys agree. before we move before we move on. I want I want to talk phone for a second. This is a personal question to Jeff. I guess more than Evan. You're Evan. You might be as bad. But what is what is the what is the draw to switch so much? I know we've had this on Discord a little bit, but I, yeah, what, I got an what, answer for what you for that. causes what causes the? I'm at a different stage in my life, but what causes the switch from one week to next week to one week to next week? Why? Why? What so, changes? It's FOMO fueled by ADHD. Okay, <laughs> and it's not that I'm missing out. It's just I want to know what else is out there, kind of thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's lack of Ritalin, lack of Adderall basically. Um, and that's a joke. I'm just kidding, right. but it is 100% ADHD. You know, it, it's, it definitely what it is. It's, it's, uh, you look at anyone who goes through phases, um, or who gets, you know, super, I don't want to say obsessed, but super involved or enveloped in something for a short period of time and then burns themselves out and moves on. It's literally just what it is. Um, I'm a, I'm a product of, of my generation that way, you know, but I think I'm at a point now where, uh, I can typically feel that coming on. I can acknowledge it. And I've also never, I, while I do get completely wrapped up in something, I never go fully into it. There's always a couple of things on the periphery that keep me from going fully out of it. Uh, and I don't want to talk about it this week because I'm short on time, but I'll talk about it next week, some new things on my end. But I am now fully involved in one ecosystem. And I think <laughs> uh, that will keep me there more so than it ever has in the past. So, mm. and, what about and you, just Evan? to piggyback. Yeah, I mean, piggybacking, I think it's, like, the same thing for me. It's, like, tech ADHD. Like, how can we yeah. how can we spark some new interest here? Let's let's get excited about it again, right? But, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Like, I do it a lot. It's funny because this episode I don't have a whole lot to talk about. Like, I don't really have much new over last week. Uh, but my wife picks up on it. She'll tell me, like, hey, it's cool that you're, like, passionate about this stuff, but, like, why do you have to go all in? Like, can't you just, like, <laughs> can't you just do, like, a little bit here and there? It's like, no, I can't. It's just not how I'm wired. I, I, I do think it's a little bit of a generational thing, a little bit of the other, like Jeff said. So, um, but, I, I mean, Donnie, honestly, like, totally a fair question to ask, but you got to pull Brian aside and see what the hell's going on over there. That's all. <laughs> <I have to> <laughs> see, Brian hasn't always been like that. He. 
he he's always liked to dabble a little bit, but he hasn't been as bad. I told him the other day, he was texting me, I said, you're hanging out with the wrong people. <laughs> That's what it is. I think we're enabling him 110%. Honestly, I, I think, so Evan and I would do this probably regardless if the Discord didn't exist. Like if we hadn't, if, yeah. if the three of us and everyone else in our Discord server had no way of, of talking, I think Evan and I would still do this, but I don't think it would be as frequent. I think the Discord server is harmful to all of our finances, 110%. So if there's a a tech manufacturer out there that wants to sponsor our Discord server because we're helping you, feel free to reach out, you know? Yeah. And if you keep keep both platforms, it... Is it is it not beneficial to do that, or you think that you'll swap too much, or what's what? Why is that not an option? It's that weird ADHD FOMO type thing where if I keep both, then one sits around and I don't bounce back to it. But then when I get rid of it and I'm not able, you know, if I had an Android phone at my desk at all times, I'd I'd, I'd pick it up, use it for a week, and say, yeah, I'm just I'm better. I I, I work faster with an iPhone, or I'm I'm better in this ecosystem. Uh, the problem is because I don't keep one on my desk, it's, I have to get it, get involved in it, get wrapped up in it, throw myself into it before it takes me a month to realize that again. And then I go back. Mm. So it definitely would be, would be beneficial to have both. Yeah. Uh, but that's say, why it was, keeps occurring. Cause I don't have both readily available. That's what I was going to say. If you had it in the drawer and you could even, even if in, in the long run, I guess if you return, it's definitely not a money issue, but if you had one sure. and you're having to sell one and bounce back and forth, if you kept the other in the drawer, but I even, I even feel like you might change even if it's the same ecosystem. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we've seen get that. bored too easily. <laughs> we've seen that before too. It's just fun. I do enjoy watching it sometimes, but I guess I'm, I'm 42 now and I've given up on having just one. I've I've got I've got both Pixel Four or iPhone for personal, as everyone knows. And honestly, it's mm. the most synergy I've ever had in my life as far as tech goes. I used to be the same as you guys. Every two or three months, I'm like, oh, it's got to be better over on the other side. And I honestly am over that these days. But and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's only because I keep both. And I know when I use, I love using Pixel for a daily daily work phone. It's a awesome phone. It's an awesome platform. But I know 100% that I'm on the iPhone for personal. There is no question at all. And the only thing that could change that, I guess, is if Samsung came out with a Fold or something like that, that I was really interested in trying that was, that was maybe different. But I feel like I'll stay on Pixel for the most part. Or if a Pixel Fold came out, I might would give that a shot or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's all, enjoy. One all thing, it ta- all it takes for me is a new Mr. Mobile video, and I'm ready to buy a Lumia 1020 with a, a camera kit to go with it. So, <laughs> and speaking of Mr. Mobile, because he used to be at Pocket Now, uh, when I was there, that's one of the things I always forget to mention. Donnie is that 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 destroyed me working at Pocket Now because I would get a new phone every two weeks. Uh, you know, free of charge, and I would review it for a week or two and send it back, and then get an, a new phone. And I haven't broken like that that full lust yet or desire yet for that, that, that kind of turned me into an addict, I guess. Right. In, in that sense. Um, and that, that plays a big, a big role into it. And, you know, you mentioned your age, <clears throat> Evan and I are a little bit younger than you. Um, you know, there isn't that big of a gap, but 
maybe once we get closer to your age now, we'll be like, I've had enough of this. But, 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 we're kind but of Brian's point, older actually. than all of us, and he's still doing it. <laughs> Brian's, he's built different. <laughs> Brian's built different. Brian's built different. We're just wired differently. But, but y'all both know deep down that Apple is where y'all need to be, and that's all good. I know that at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna retort. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think so. Again, I'm not going to touch base on or, or, or disclose it on this show, but I'll talk about it next week. I have on that note, Donnie. I have some things to uh, to discuss. So mm. stay tuned for next week. I'm sorry, I, I made their show late because I couldn't I couldn't get my audio right. It's the old podcaster took a second to get going. So hey, <laughs> Donnie, it just works, right? <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> no, this is not the Skype days anymore. <laughs> no. Nope, and it's not yeah where we could all you know just just record the call locally mm. uh, with uh, what was it back back in the day call call recorder was it Pamela is that what it was called I use call recorder Sky, you, call rec- yeah, yeah call yeah so call it was Pamela before that and then call call recorder bought Pamela so it was uh, it was call recording by Pamela is what it was called way back in the day yeah, I think I think uh, even yeah. I think even Bill has gotten to my point too I think he's just like. I'm on Pixel. I'm not messing with it anymore. He he doesn't even chime in on our conversations. I've noticed. Nope. <laughs> he's replaced phones with cars. He has five or six cars now that he cycles through. <laughs> so. so I think we all have that gene. Is just where we focus it, right? Right. No I doubt. mean, yours has kind of become cars too, based on the conversation we just had. Your 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 past history. It has, yeah. Cars and cars and electronic things that you move on. It, it, you, I switch over yeah. to some. I've been on drones before too. So, yeah, I, I've always got something. I'm Yeti cups. I've always got something going on oh, that I'm right. buying. But it's just, I guess, the tech. I, in the back of the day, it was so much more fun than it is now. It's just not near as it's not near as enticing to me as it used to be. I, I mm. look for the day that we get back to there because I feel like someday we will be back. Um, I just feel like we're kind of at a stagnant place right now until the next real big thing hits whatever that be um it will be an exciting time i think no doubt that's a recurring theme on the show right it's like we talk about how things kind of seem not stale but just stagnant like you said and mature for that next big thing to really yeah it's mature you know waiting for the next big thing to come around really sweep us off our feet but um no this is great man interesting that you brought up bill because actually Next week, Mr. Bill Stevens will be joining us on the show. Awesome. Um, yeah, not sure what we'll be talking about yet, but you know, obviously time will tell, so definitely tune in next week if you want to hear what Bill has to say in his return to podcasting. Um, <laughs> but no, Donnie, thank you very much, man, for coming on. This was a good time. Definitely good to chat with you and hear a little bit about what you think of the Tesla and definitely you know, hoping you stick with it regardless of what people say in the background. Try and tune those people out where you can. Yeah, I'm learn. I'm learning too. It'll settle down after after the newness wears off, and everybody's just accepted that's what I drive now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it too, guys. I, I definitely definitely want to come back on one day. We I feel like we I wanted to get podcasting going back at some point too. It'd be fun to have a have a big group podcast someday again on the platform. Yeah. We should do it. Sounds like a sounds like something we should do. Yep. So. Good. All right. Well. That's uh, I think that's everything for this week. So Donnie, if uh, if people wanted to get in touch with you, you got any kind of social media action going on in your world? Oh, um, 
I don't really know. I mean, I'm still on Twitter, but I don't actively check it because it's still a bunch of noise to me. Um, I say if anybody wants to get a hold of me, they need to get in the Discord. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I know that's a well private said, that's a private group. <laughs> it is a private group. We've we've had a few people join though, right? We had probably I saw four or five new names pop up since last week, so that was kind of cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Yep, it, it continues to grow. We're at what fifty five? Did I say fifty five total? Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. Yep, yep. Yeah. So great, yeah, great same for me. You'll find me in the Discord, like always. Awesome. Yeah, and for me, same thing. Discord and just Instagram. Uh, it's Jeff F everywhere. That's that's all I've been doing really. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for next week. We'll have Mr. Stebbins on. Donnie, again, thank you for coming on. We'll have to have you back on too. Yeah, uh, I we should bring Jay Doss on. We should have you both on at the same. So we should probably do Jay and then have you both on at the same time mm. and really do like an EV podcast, you know? Yeah. Maybe I can learn some, some stuff from him. He's had a lot. He's had two different, I think two different Teslas. He's had a Mustang Mach E as well. He's had a couple of different things. Oh wow. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be very interesting to hear his take on stuff as well. And then have you, have you guys kind of go back and forth. All right, we'll do it. Okay. Well, I, th- I think that uh, I think that just about wraps it up. Thanks again, as always, for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. Later.